It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. rock and roll guys here we go ready and a three two a three two one and okay let's five go. six seven eight. oh yeah what was i even saying a three two you're, one and that's you're not like how three two one it. kick the ball i'm like five <laughs> six seven eight leap plie spin. <laughs> i did ballet once but only because i thought it made me more attractive to my crush when i was like 12 <laughs> it was he in ballet no it was a co a homeschool co-op Oh and so God. it was just like one of those classes that I took. He wasn't in it, but I would like to be able to say that I did ballet and I like was like, oh, I'm going to ballet now. Like, <laughs> See, even then you knew being feminine, uh, like men are yeah, it's, femininity. It's deep within. We all know it. We just have to choose whether or not to accept it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Are you drinking anything this morning? Damn. My um, hot chocolate and my heck yes mug and my ice water. Dang. What are you drinking? Yeah, um, it's a balance. Well, I have a cup of water that's probably been here for two days. So you're not um, drinking that one right now. No, I'll still drink. I'll take it. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Mm, water. Tastes like the cup. Good. Um, <laughs> Aluminum. We love it. <laughs> People are gonna think I'm so gross. It has like lipstick on it. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure I just saw saw a red lipstick stain on the straw, uh-huh. but I'm not judging. It was on my lip, yeah. and then. Well, well, let's just put it here. It will never be as bad as Stash's mug. So yes. I'm always just one, one, one step, step greater. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, lucky you have that mug to fall back on. Right. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a cappuccino after mass yesterday and I drank half of it because then my hand started shaking because sometimes <laughs> caffeine affects me weird. So now I'm drinking the other half. Did you just nuke it? Uh-huh. Oh, love it. I do that with my hot chocolate all the time. I can't drink hot chocolate too fast or it hurts my tummy because it's too sugary. I can't do like, I can't do caffeine or sugar apparently without my body being like reject. So what happens if it rejects it? What do you mean? I mean, then I just sit on the toilet forever and it sucks. (laughs) And I'm already like dealing with pregnancy symptoms. And so I'm like, why would I choose to add another crap thing to my life you know like what literal crap thing literal crap <laughs> thing to my life like I don't want to do that so so I take my time and I drink it next to ice water which then makes me want more hot chocolate because it's hot and cold yeah. you know yeah happy Monday guys yeah hey everyone <laughs> what are you drinking today <laughs> what are you drinking on your morning commute to your bedroom um <laughs> all right so real quick what are we talking about today Talking about decision, decisions, 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 <laughs> decision Lots. making, specifically with your significant other, specifically, yeah. specifically with your spouse. Cause like, you shouldn't really be making these big decisions. We're about decisions, decisions we're about to talk about with like your boyfriend. You should not be having those conversations or those like, we're going to talk about like, moving. yeah, guys, 
emotional or babies chastity. or finances. Like that shouldn't be a thing you share with your boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yet. Yeah. Right. So wait, so what is stash fit in what category? Well, he's like, he's like the almost like you're just so close. And you guys listen to so many like husband, wife, teamwork, like how we do this kind of stuff together. And you work through that stuff already. So I'm like, whatever, we'll just, we'll just include them in on this share that stash you're a part of this yeah you, every day yeah exactly every week we finish recording he's like so did you talk about me I'm like oh. <laughs> we talked about your nasty mug dude <laughs> I was like only bad things <laughs> <laughs> yeah Avery never asks or never listens so he's just he's just far removed okay, unless well, he's guys- asked to come on and talk and then he's like yeah sure well stash has a podcast and if you haven't checked it out it's grow grw and they um him and his buddy talk about virtue and it's really great for men and women but like if you have a man you should really send it to him because it's intellectual like philosophy theology talk um but while like going through a book or um, his buddy's a uh english teacher so it's like super cool yeah. Um, it's like those conversations that our men would have together late night after dinner. Yes. And you're just sitting and you're like, wow. And they're like arguing <laughs> over if this thing means that, or if that thing means this. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, CC and I are over here talking about what Starbucks coffee and we're chocolate. Co- no, we're cooking. We are cooking. Yeah, you know what? That's right. We're making them fed so they can have that intellectual conversation. Yeah. The yeah, drinks you're are right. being poured. They're being <laughs> right. frozen. They're being scooped. Yeah. The, the, the alcohol is, is being on. added to the slush that right. time. The crock uh-huh. pot is cooking. Yeah. The stove is sizzling. All four things are being used. Stove, oven, crock pot, instant pot. It's all being used. It's all. Yeah. So we're doing a lot. You're right. We really fuel the conversation. <laughs> we do. Say. Quite literally. You're the brain yes. behind the matter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I feel like we'd be the matter behind the brain, but yeah, we're the matter behind the brain. <laughs> the brain sounds that silly, one. So. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh gosh, what's yeah, your heck yes? Uh, um, okay, hmm. pivot. <laughs> so, <laughs> quick, quick pivot there. Um, I was just like, dang, everything I do. I literally love what I do. Like, I don't think people really yeah. know what I do. Like, no, no one knows what you do. No one knows. You're like um, as um, hidden as the basic Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't even mean to. It's just like way harder to describe to what I do. Explain all the things. Yeah. At the phase I'm in. But yep. um, my like specialty is startups, specifically Catholic startups. And like, I love working in development. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my strong suit is just like, if I could brainstorm all day, that would be my sweet spot, but it would need to be in increments of like 45 minutes. Cause yeah. that's on after that brain's dead. So, brain's um, dead. <laughs> like the creativity shot, I need to like, yeah. you'll walk outside something. Um, but anyways, I like all my business partners, Megan, you're considered a business partner. Like, cause this is no. a business too. It like it really it is, is. Like our sponsors allow us to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're just all like so amazing. And I'm like, how did I get so lucky? Like I have worked for people that didn't turn out to be the way that I, you know, thought it was going to be, or that right. they, they said it was going to be sort of finally, um, I'm finally at a place where I'm like, I'm not going in on other people's dreams. I'm going in on my own. Surrounded so, by other 
Catholic women that you're like, that it's also their dream. Frick yes. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And it's way better working with someone than doing it alone in your own tunnel. So agreed that thank the Lord for this. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. And everything else is alone. But I just think I'm like, there are a lot of people who don't like what they do. Mm -hmm. And like, we are so grateful to actually like our interest in hobby is what we make money off of and provide. And it's just really awesome. It's really freaking cool. Like we're so lucky and so blessed to say that. And the fact that we can totally be open about our Catholic faith Mm -hmm. and still like live our life, bring in an income, you know, is incredible. It's really is. Yeah. That's hard to come by in like the average workplace. So Mm -hmm. yeah, without it, we're not in ministry. So yeah, it is possible. Um, So yeah, we're just like, I don't know. I'm just like, true. that should be my heck yes. I mean, couple that up with just being blessed with the people that we know. Avery and I were talking about it yesterday. We were talking to our financial advisor who works with like multi-million dollar people. That is not Avery and I, okay? We're totally your in- category. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, You're you guys. actually in the billion. So yes. I don't even know you why didn't know? With you. No, we're putting in a measly $500 a month. That's um, a lot. It, it, it is, but not compared to who he works with. And we consistently do it because we know by the time we're 30 or whatever, our savings and retirement in just that account alone and investments and stuff will be exponentially worth it because they just build and they build and they build. Um, Dude, we were $500 talking- a month is a lot to go into investments. It is that's awesome. Agreed. I mean, that's a, that's a sacrifice. It is, it is, it totally is. And I'm not like saying, and I'm sure people are listening and going, wow, measly. Okay. But I mean, in regards right. to who he works with you guys, like he's probably taken a total of $25 from us because of how little we put in compared to his other clients. So there's like no reason we should get to work with him. Your other charity than the fact- case. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. No. Megan's face was like, I was like, oh my gosh, we are. Um, we're what he's using to get into heaven. <laughs> no. You are taking time off his purgatory. I know, I know. Well, so we're like the first couple months when we were working with him, he literally took nothing. Like he cut no paycheck from what we were investing. And we're like, dude, can you please just like take something? So we feel like we're at least like mutually benefiting each other here. And he was like, guys, it would be enough for like Chick-fil-A. Like we, I don't, <laughs> we're like, okay, cool. Um, so it's just one of those things where we know him because we, we've built a relationship with him because of the network of Catholic people that we've right. just accrued in the past literal, like two to three years. Like it all happened in the past two to three years. And there's no other reason we should know him or work with him on top of like knowing you or knowing Liz and Matt or knowing Mary Lenneberg or knowing Emily Wilson, like any of these people that we know who have given us opportunities and who give us such wisdom and like all these things, there's no reason we should know them. Like I didn't grow up in one town and build all these relationships throughout my life that I can just lean on and turn towards. And we're looking around two to three years, two years in a marriage. Avery's like a new Catholic convert. There's no reason he should have all these phenomenal Catholic, you know, people to turn to. And we're like, holy cow, we have, God's just placed all of these people in our lives that are like 
insane connections, but insanely awesome people to know. And like these are the and people turn towards like yeah. for life. Like yeah, and these oh are the my people gosh. that help you make decisions. Speaking of right. decisions, like right. they will pray for you. They will pray with you. They yeah. will tell you you need to pray. They will tell you what you need to be doing. <laughs> like they will. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. That's what friendship is. Right, and it's just one of those things where like a lot of these relationships too were made when we first got married, like, and we're living in Southern California and it was, we're looking back on it. I mean, it's not even that far, far away. We're like literally two years into marriage. We're babies, but we're just looking at it. Like what the heck, how like God has been so good to us through the people that he's placed in our lives. And it's almost like a sense of like security and stability, knowing you have that many different people to turn to in any time of need for anything, because you know that they have got you kind of thing. And it's just like, wow. And in a world that's so whack, that's like so nice to have and to come by. And we're just really thanking God for that. So it kind of goes in. They want want absolutely nothing other than for your salvation and for your Your relationship. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Literally. So here you and Stash are included in that. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I can't believe like we'll be like two years apart from you guys in marriage yeah mm-hmm. and we'll have uh two kids so you got some uh, catch up to- <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't believe you're gonna have two kids you're gonna have two kids in less than three years of marriage yes if that's catholic if that's not catholic i don't know what it is, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh so funny okay so my heck no is that <laughs> so Stash was in town last weekend and oh my gosh yeah this is also heck no Stash was in town last weekend and we were in Capitol Hill in DC oh, no. um and we were at a wedding rehearsal uh like at the church and we got back out from the church and his car window was smashed in like literally there was no window left and we didn't think they took anything um but then turns out they ended up taking his military flight bag mm. and we're like oh okay that's like the laptop was sitting right there but they didn't take that because I don't think they could reach it but they just grabbed the like thing that was closest to the window they shattered and Jeez. We're like, like, I wasn't, I was like, oh, perfect. Like, this is like, it just had papers in it. He's like, no, like, no, I'm that's not even, issue. yeah. Like it's an issue. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's government property. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he's like praying to St. Anthony. I'm like, you're not going to find it. I'm like, so negative. <laughs> I'm just like, there's no chance you're going to find it, you know? Yeah. And so I guess like one of the neighbors saw it happen and called the cops. So there was like already a report in, in Sweet. like the system or whatever. And so Friday night, he's just about to leave to drive home and he gets a text from someone saying, Hey, I think I have your bag. And we call her and she's like, yeah, it was sitting kind of like outside my house this morning. I thought maybe just someone left it and picked it up, but I opened it and it had your last name and your phone number on a notebook right in the front sleeve. So oh my gosh. I have it. And he was like, Oh my gosh. Like we couldn't believe it. Like it's literally from Friday night to Sunday night. (laughs) And so we drive over, we bring her flowers and we drive over and literally nothing in the bag is taken. I'm like, you should probably wash that bag though. Um, what? That's insane. 
He probably opened it and was like, this is dumb. And threw it, right. He, yeah. he ran two blocks, probably opened it in the park, threw it, and was just like, this is so stupid. Like, now my hand's bloody or whatever. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> wow. it sucks because, like, military insurance is a $500 deductible, and this was, like, $450 to replace. Mm. So it's, like, cool. So yeah. pretty much nothing happened, but, you know, Stash spent yeah. $450. Dang. So... Yeah, it's gonna be, it's good. It's good. Sometimes. But we got them to, we, I found a place, like a glass place, and they came to my apartment and my house and wow. fixed it that morning. So the next morning. That's super cool. Yeah. But oh, so that was a heck no. <laughs> and then another heck no is since, so I'm leaving on a flight. This is Wednesday morning. We're recording this. I'm leaving on a flight Thursday night to see Stash. And, um, like it's such an awkward timing because I already don't have food in my house. Like typically I only have food for like the week I go grocery shopping. Um, and so anyways, I have like no food and it's not like three days is not enough to like go actually like worth go grocery shopping, you know, it's like, and, and especially like Trader Joe's cause that's where I go grocery shopping. And yeah. on, only, only place to go grocery shopping is Whole Foods to really walk to. And yeah. I don't want to shop at Whole Foods. So I'm like, I have to Uber to and from Trader Joe's. Is it worth it to really go there and get food? Because it, like, it will yeah. be expired by the time I get home. And it's just like right. this weird, you know, it's you like so eat weird. grass for the next three days, basically. No, I, I, the only thing I have in my house is I have two cans of tuna and I have four eggs and I have five hash brown patties left. So So you can spread it out. Yes. (laughs) Ration it. (laughs) I had, oh, and I have a package of cheese. So last night for dinner, I had two hash brown patties dipped in Chick-fil-A sauce and, um, a piece of cheese. No. CC, no. What? I'm over here like if I don't eat protein every two hours, I'm not going to be okay. Are you starving right now? No. Wow. I just had I had an egg this morning. One egg. It scrambled and put some syrup on top. Oh my gosh. You put syrup on everything. <laughs> I was like, what? It's salty and sweet. You with the salt oh, on the eggs yeah. and the sweet. I'm gonna throw up. That sounds so gross. <laughs> That's awful. Well, I didn't have. I'm happy for you. (laughs) I need. I don't know, Megan. I'm about to Venmo you. No, I'm about to like DoorDash like food, like actual food. Uh, well, this is the thing. We're just so excited to be married because he's going to do grocery shopping and I'll just cook it. But like, he'll wow. like, we can decide together what we're making, but like, he'll right. actually do the, he likes grocery shopping Okay. and he's been grocery shopping with me. It just gets, yeah. I think he just gets frustrated because he's like, no, 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 just, just stop. Yeah. Let me just do this. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good balance. I like that. Yeah. I guess so anyway. I pretty much have the same one. He cooks yeah. all the protein and I do like the veggies but I do all the grocery shopping because that's if, pretty good. If I send him to the grocery store, he's like, uh, what <laughs> you want heart of palm? Where the heck is that <laughs> at your local Walmart, Walmart. market? 
Yeah, uh-huh. you're over here like, I just don't want to go to Whole Foods. I only want to go to Trader Joe's. I live and in I'm the like, city. I only have Walmart. <laughs> I've never seen a Walmart in Virginia in my life. I don't even think they exist. Ugh. They have Wagmans. I love Wagmans. What even is that? Sounds like a pig it's wiggly. Heaven. It's heaven. Oh. It's yeah. heaven. Okay, what's your heck now? My heck now is that I showered with a cockroach last night. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm over here. Okay. So first of all, when, especially when you're a mom, uh, showers, like the full shower where you wash, you, you deep rinse your hair and shampoo and deep condition. And then you also shave every bit of your body that doesn't happen. But like once a week, the other times you're just like quick rinse off or like, let me just do my hair real quick and you should make it happen. So I was like, I'm going to take a nice shower. And I like made the bathroom all steamy and warm. And I got in the bathroom and it had a candle going. Had some not quite, but I wish. Yeah, literally. And I'm like shaving my legs and I go to move a bottle on our little step, step thing. Mm-hmm. We call it the, the st- shelf, the shelf. The shelf. Thank you. The, the shelf. shelf thing. <laughs> and I see something move and I was like, no no and I've got like a razor in my hand and I'm soaking wet and I'm like I this is good this is war and so I see it behind the bottle and my first thought is do I yell for Avery and I was like no Carrie's asleep I can't risk that then my second thought was well maybe I just dry off for a second and call him because my phone is right outside the shower and have him come up and kill this thing like no it's not worth the time either he's doing school right now and I was like you know what I'm going to watch this mother trucker. And if he tries to move and make a move, I'm going to make a move out of the shower. But otherwise, I'm going to continue. <laughs> if he tries to make a move, I'm making a move. But otherwise, I'm just going to sit here and continue to shave my legs as far from him as possible with my pinky toe holding me up on the shelf. <laughs> and we will do our best. And I literally did not tell Avery about the cockroach in the shower. I'm realizing right now he took a shower this morning. I'm hoping it's the cockroach- It's still there, Megan. I don't know. I don't Megan, know. Are you I don't know. Me? I don't know. You never know with those cockroaches because even if you kill it, if you go back in five minutes where you killed it and left its little carcass, it's probably not there anymore. It probably revived itself and moved well, along. It flushed down the toilet. Well, yeah, but I wasn't going to do that last night. And then I just like, okay, I was like, oh, I survived. And I like shut it and I walked out and forgot about it. And now I'm thinking this morning, wow, I never told Avery about that. And right now it just came to your mind. Yeah. And he took a (laughs) shower this morning. (laughs) I mean, he takes like two showers a day because the luxury, right? I mean, you're never going back in that shower. Not without triple checking it. No. Yeah. It's my least favorite thing about the South. And it's the first thing Avery noticed about the South that he hated too, is the critters. The cri- well, the critters in general, but yeah, specifically the cockroaches. We've killed probably 20. We've lived <gasps> here for what, three months? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I can't believe we've only lived there for three months. I know, it feels like infinity. Yeah, it does. <laughs> just like, like you're I've like always in- just lived here. <laughs> this makes sense. Just always been living in the sticks. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Before we jump into mm-hmm. talking about decisions. decisions. Oh, and we also have some voicemails mm-hmm. from when we did our God moment podcast, but they're mm-hmm. just like super, super good that we never got to. I'm like, we, oh, to. we need to go through them. So anyways, uh, Pax Beloved. Okay. So Pax yeah, Beloved. Coffee, mom. I, went, I was just going to say, yes, yes. Oh, it's National Coffee Day, I think. Oh, it is. It totally is. Woohoo. Look at us go. Okay. So Pax Beloved, it actually happens to be National Coffee Day on this Wednesday, September 29th. 
Yeah. Yeah. That we're recording. Um, and she has this adorable Jesus coffee mug and it's like clear. So glass, it's so cute. Yes. And you never find like the glass see-through mugs for coffee. And I just think it's adorable. And it has an aesthetic. It is. It's such an aesthetic and it has this groovy, like Jesus and coffee, like font on it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such like everything she has is such a cute gift, but like also for yourself, like you're having coffee while praying and that could be like your designated prayer mug. Like I have Mm -hmm. stuff where I give myself rewards. Like after I go to daily mass, I'll actually get a cappuccino. And that's when I try to only get a cappuccino if I go to daily mass and like, I attach those together. And so I, like I mean, that. that's my Jesus. And, you know, I would get that if I could make a cappuccino at home. Um, yeah. Those of you I, with an espresso maker. Right. Right. For uh-huh. you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's on my registry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the mug is just coming next naturally. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, but Valerie is just so talented. Her mission is, is to design Catholic art that is beautiful and relatable, which she does so well mm-hmm. and ultimately leads to the heart of the father, which everything she has does. It reminds yeah. you of God. So check her out. You can actually get 20% off, which is huge with mm-hmm. what in the dang hack in all caps. Again, what in the dang hack for 20% off her website is www.paxbelove.com. And you can find all the links and links to her Instagram and um, coupons in our show notes. Um, yeah. Megan, you want to jump into this? You have yeah. a lot set the scene for all these decisions. <laughs> If you want to, I don't think we've been like completely honest about. Oh yeah. Okay. So we all know the climate of our world right now, specifically for those in the military. Um, and I know healthcare workers and stuff are having to deal with the current mandate as well, but specifically for the military, this is an order by their boss, the president, that they have to, he constitutionally has the right to do this to anyone in the military. Right. So when like, people say like, verbatim. oh, the president doesn't really affect you, affect if you're you, in the it's military, like, that's no, your boss. He affects us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's our direct boss. Um, so everyone I know- Sorry to dig into that more. The executive branch is head of like yeah. defense, right? Is that what yeah. defense I think so. would be? Yeah. <laughs> this is us as uh, about to be military spouses and new military spouses. We don't know all the lingo. Okay. But the executive <laughs> branch is ahead of them is like, is like CEO of the military. Yeah. Like there you go. In like biz terms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, and so there's a lot kind of to work through because it's not something where right before they signed into the military, they were told this list of things that they had to get injected with. Right. <laughs> And then they signed off and said, okay, yeah, I'll get measles. I'll get polio vaccine. I'll get whatever. I'll get all these. And they do. But then this one came in the middle of their careers and they're being forced to get it or they're getting separated. Um, What that separation looks like is kind of up in the air right now. There's all kinds of different verbatim going around. There was a moment when um, House Republicans, I think, sent Mm -hmm. paper in saying that they cannot like basically withholding the ability to dishonorably discharge anyone in the military. Um, and it didn't end up passing. So dishonorable discharges are still on the table. It's not saying that they will grant every single person who says no to this vaccine mandate, a dishonorable discharge, but it's saying that if that's what they deem 
is fit, they can do that, um, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Well, because, dishonorable discharge in yeah. like lay terms is like for felons. pretty much if Murders. you have, <laughs> yeah, if you have a dishonorable discharge, you'll never get another government job. You, it, you'll have a hard time getting any job. Yeah. Because this is what they literally, like we have friends in the military who are used to be in the military who like did drugs or something and were obviously released from the military, but even they didn't get dishonorable discharges. And so like dishonorable discharge is held for those who literally commit massive crimes like murder um, and things like that. So the fact that that's an option for people deciding what to do regarding their career with the military that they've been doing for six, 10, Due to the jab. years, right. Due to the jab that they would get a dishonorable discharge is just really unfortunate. So it's leaving a lot of military families, um, specifically us in really tough situations where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, when do we draw the line in the sand? Because it's not just about the vaccine. It's about like everything else that's led up to this and going, hold on, when do our convictions and our morals make us take a stand that is maybe scary or uncomfortable or hard. Cause y'all know, we just moved out here. We just committed to a new program. We just bought a house for the next three years. We're expecting a baby. So there's like all these things that we're having to bring into this decision while also weighing like, okay, but morals and convictions wise, is this where we draw the line and say, no, enough is enough. And, or is this not, cause we know taking a vaccine isn't an immoral thing in and of itself, forcing people to do something they don't want to do, forcing them to do something against their conscience. Yeah. That's something we disagree with, but Avery specifically taking the vaccine because his boss has told him to, because he constitutionally has the ability to do so is not immoral. Like that would be, well, there's no freedom to choose when the church believes that there is, there should always be freedom to choose and use your conscience as right. Exactly. So it's just a tough situation. There's no right answer. There's no like holier route for this at all. Um, because we know plenty of people who have chosen to get it and stay in already. We are still weighing the sides. By the time this comes out, we will probably have made a decision, but this podcast, every day it's different. Like we went through it too. Like every Every single day different. Yeah. It's like literally how you wake up, you have a different yeah. Like we will have peace you about one route, but, no, yeah. but literally, yeah. yeah, we'll have peace about one route. And then the next morning wake up and Avery's like, no, no, I can't, I couldn't do that. Or no, what about this? And like, we have literally like for the past month, probably worked out every possible like thing from each side, because there's so many different ways to look at it. So many different things to take in and acknowledge there's pros to getting out. There's pros to staying in the con. We can't change. We've just got to decide based on the circumstance we're in. So that is kind of what encouraged and inspired this podcast about decisions and how to make really big decisions with your significant other slash spouse um, and not like step on their toes, sound like you're nagging, um, let them still lead, things like that. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like decision-making and big decisions like this can make or break, um, couples. And it can also heavily impact like the level of communication or intimacy that you have down the line. If you can't make big decisions together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or they don't trust me to make this or they don't. Yeah. Any of that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. that I mean, it is hard. Obviously Sash and I had that conversation as well. And we had to decide what was going to bring less stress to our 
current situation. Right. Everything is unknown in our situation. Literally. We're going to be living like where, when I'm going to move to him, like, yeah, maybe we'll just wait two months and live apart after we're married until we know where we're going to be moving. moving so that I'm not moving to him. And then we're moving and again. Then moving again. Yeah. Six weeks later. Like, um, so yeah, it is like, if we're going to try to rent an apartment or rent a house, like if we're going to buy another car, like, yeah, like literally. literally everything is like, if we're going to be living where he is now or living in Japan or living on the East or West coast, like, right. What are we doing? We There's a lot <laughs> of, um, abandonment having to happen specifically for military families all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, for military wives listening to this, you're like, I feel that. Yeah. But it's yeah. kind of crazy. Like you literally can't control anything. Um, but uh, making a decision on the vaccine was something we could control because yeah. we could like, like decide, decide whether, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there is a decision to be made. Yeah. Um, even if you don't know the outcome of saying no to it, that's still right. a decision. Right. So yeah, it, I mean, totally Megan and I were going through the same time we made yeah. a decision, uh, staff will stay in the military. He likes his job. Yeah. So, which is different than Megan. Like we, yeah, yeah he loved jumping out of planes. If you jumped out of plane every day, we would stay in in a heartbeat. Uh, but he doesn't do that anymore. He won't do that anymore. He's going to become an officer after college. So it's that thing of like weighing ours is a lot more of a, what's in the next 10 years or the next five years makes the most sense versus right now, because right now, like we have the youth, the freedom, the finances, the support system, the backup to go either way. Like we, Mm -hmm. we can freely go either way and not really be hurt right now, but it's like in the next five to 10 years, what's going to set us up the best, what's going to make Avery the happiest in his work and career, what's going to make us the most supported and provided for. Um, Like we have a baby on the way that baby's probably going to be due around April at some point. So if we decide to get out, will that affect like, will we have a new home (laughs) and a new job by the time I am birthing a child or will we be moving to that new home and new place two weeks postpartum? Is that ridiculous and crazy? Is that even worth it? You know? So there's so many different things to it, but the one thing I would say specifically coming from being a military brat and now being a military kid and literally never having much control over your life at all. Um, military brat, military wife. Sorry. Yeah. What did I say? Kid. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, it's the biggest thing that you can do when making decisions or when like big decisions come up, like a move where to move. (laughs) If you have options, the military is like, Hey, you can go to these two places. It's like, okay, which two do we want to go to is being really fluid and being able to frame your mindset because every single time that Avery has come to me and said, Hey, actually, I think I want to stay in instantly my mind goes, okay, positives. What are the positives about staying in? Here we go. That's what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And we're going to move forward with that. And then he says, Hey, no, I'm going to get out. And I'm like, okay, reframe. What are the positives about getting out? How are we going to do that? And we're going to move forward. Okay. (laughs) So instead of just being like, can you just freaking make up your mind? It's got to be like a collaborative, like thing where you're like, okay, I'm understanding where you're coming from. Here are my like worries. 
or like fears? Can you tell me why they shouldn't exist there? Or can we work through that together? And then you get to like, I don't know, build out a pro and con list for Mm -hmm. every kind of big decision. And it's collaborative because yes, he's the leader, but you need to make that with him as his spouse because you're going to be affected so if you just sit back and take like a passive role in it and you're just like well i'll just let him make it he's the leader he's the man of the family and then you resent that decision later or you're negatively impacted by that decision later that's even worse than you having played a role in it and taken a little bit of the stress into your own life with making that decision with him you know i mean it totally is a collaborative effort and you trust your spouse. That's why you marry yeah. them. You trust your husband. So you also are trusting that he has the family's interest in mind. At least I hope you do. Um, right. so like also, um, saying that and like encouraging it, like, I know mm-hmm. that whatever we decide, like, and, and whatever you're leaning towards is the best for our family and the best for me. I already know that. So like right. whatever you choose, I already know that you are choosing what is best for a situation, what is best for a family, what is yeah. best for a future kid. Yep. So like, I'm like men, they need verbal affirmation. I think yeah. more than we realize. Yeah. I think that instills confidence too in decision-making for them. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing that you trust their ability to make that decision well. Um, and even like something as small when we first moved here. So our TV broke right before we moved here. We needed, we didn't need a new TV, but we had a lot of guests coming in and we had a couple of things. Like I wanted to show a video of Carrie on the TV and we like watching the office. And so one of the next purchases that we had lined up was a TV and he went to Costco and found one. And I was thinking, just get, just get what works for now. We can upgrade it later. Cause I'm just very thrifty. Mm -hmm. my pennies kind of girl and Avery found one that he really liked that he did research on because that's one thing he does better than me every time is he researches which one's best which one's better quality all that kind of stuff um and he found one that he really liked it was bigger than I thought we needed um it was a little more than I thought we were going to spend but instead of just nagging all those things me like no 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 it wasn't something that was going to make or break our financial situation (laughs) it wasn't something that was going to make or break our marriage or our children's potential education or investing or retirement or anything like that and so I was like you know what if you think that's the best tv for above the fireplace in our house and what will connect to everything cool go for it babe like sounds good and now I'm really glad he did because any smaller TV up there would have looked one awful. He was right on size Two, It has all these features that I use every single day. And I'm like, wow, I really appreciate this feature that I can just connect my phone to it within like a click. And I never would have thought of that. I would have gotten some dinky old TV that I would have fought with every day to turn on. So it's like the thing of just, just trust him. If it's not going to ruin your life for like the next, however many years, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And that's not saying you're just like, yeah, make whatever decision you want. Go buy a monster truck. I don't care. (laughs) But some decisions you're like, this is your realm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not worth fighting over, not worth nagging you over. Cause that's the last thing you want to be in decision-making with your spouse. Right. Is the nagger or the constant pointer out of doubts or negatives or like, are you sure you know what you're doing? Like, yeah. you know, what about this, 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 and this. And it's like, you expect him to know everything when in reality, he's making the best decision he can with the best info he has right in front of him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there <laughs> was like, yeah, Go ahead. there was something where, well, actually Stash and I've been learning this, like 
we it's it's like so crazy you're literally for the first time in your life have to collaborate with someone else's decisions like yeah it's it's like a hard transition because mm-hmm. well here's the thing we're not in our 30s so like if you're getting married in your 30s it would be even harder cuz you've been used to more time making decisions right we've been like less than 5 years or mm, less than 10, less than 10 years making decisions, like, right on your, you know, on our own. So it's obviously easier than most, most people, because we're getting married young. Um, but oftentimes like I will make a decision and then like, let him know about it. I'm like, so yeah, this is what happened. And and I'm like, like, to me, I'm like, I'm bringing him in on this, you know? Yeah. But like to him, he's like, I want to be consulted on this. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, wait, you just, what you, you just told me the decision you made on your own. That didn't include me at all. But I was like, well, you're at work. And like, he's like, yeah, like, uh, I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, I couldn't tell you then. So I'm telling you now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause you're just used to making decisions, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Especially like decisions with money. Like, yeah, we don't have combined bank accounts yet, but like at this point, I guess like, well, the church does say to enter into a marriage sacrament you still need to have the freedom to walk away but yeah. like I don't have any plans of walking away so <laughs> <laughs> neither does he as I know so at this point it's like what his what what is his is mine what's mine is his in like yeah. these decisions so yeah. it is something you really do have to transition into um but yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about a few more things with decisions, but first Meg, you want to chat about Leah's, Leah's kids? kids? Yes. Okay. So there's a couple of ways that you can get involved, uh, with Leah's kids. She's a nonprofit charity. Um, and she exists to support kids that go through cancer. Um, a couple of ways that you can get involved is if you know a kid fighting cancer, you can nominate them on Leah's kids website to receive a donation and crown a kid event, which is like an entire little event that is dedicated to celebrating them and the battle that they are going through. And so bravely tackling, um, while also receiving the donated check of a thousand dollars at that crown a kid event. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also tune in to be the link podcast, which is hosted by Leah. Um, and the mission for that podcast is to create authentic conversations with people from all walks of life to talk about life, loss, and hope. Um, and the very last and important way that you can get involved is to become a donor and help families fight cancer. So right now, Leah's kids has over 30 kids with applications to receive crowns and donations, which means they need your help. 30 times a thousand is 30,000. <laughs> Is it 30, 30 times a thousand you guys we're like yeah well, you I can try totally... to add the zeros I know well I forgot to add the zeros and then as soon as I was like oh you just add the zero now now I know it's 30,000 yeah it's 30,000 they have 30 kids that are in line to receive crowns and donations which means CC and I need to go back to elementary school and they, they need go to college help. okay okay <laughs> No, you didn't. And I did. So this isn't making it look any better, but they need your help um, to be able to make those chronic kid events happen for those 30 kids, as well as the donations that their families will benefit from greatly. Um, And Cece and I have talked about it before, but it's a part of the tithing where like you get to know exactly who you're supporting, exactly where the money is going to, and exactly what like little life or soul you're impacting with the gift you're giving back to God. Ooh, hit my plate, but you can find awesome yeah we everything she's doing is just 
it's admirable. So you can check out the link for her website and her Instagram and all that stuff in our show notes. Um, her Instagram is at L E I A S underscore kids. So go support, check her out, cheer her on all the things. So right now I'm looking in yeah. my zoom thing, <laughs> Megan, do you see how dark these roots are? Yeah. I know. I think I'm a brunette. <laughs> I mean, if you dye your hair enough, don't you become a brunette? What? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't what? Know 30 times a thousand is. I don't know anything, okay? <sighs> if you dye your hair, your hair becomes a brunette. Doesn't it just all like die? No. These are new. Your hair grows from the top. It's new roots. You know? Yeah. I think I mean, just you're over like t- not more than a brunette. You're like almost like black hair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Maybe it's different. Maybe the lighting's not good. It's just the lighting, Megan. It's the lighting. Let me turn my light off. Let's see now. Okay, that's a little better. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying not to dye my hair until right before the wedding. Yeah, Um, don't. You got this. So that it can be fresh. Fresh. So fresh. Um, Okay, about decisions. Any last words? I think it's really important that God is included in it. Oh, first God, and foremost, we forgot about that. We like totally left him out um, in that conversation. But I think we just thought like, oh, well, naturally you would include God. But like practical ways to include God, because we always say like, oh, just include God in the conversation. It's like, hey, God, want to join? Like, obviously that's not how it's going to work. But pray together um, for direction and peace, because peace is like confirmation from God regarding whichever decision you make. Mm, yeah. Um, Go which route brings you peace, not anxiousness. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Peace is from God. Absolutely. Um, and that doesn't always mean it's the easy route because a lot of times I think we incorporate, like include peace with like ease and it's not the same. Um, peace is just like a soul deep feeling of like, okay, like I got this. Like when I got out of college and said I was going to do photography full time and, uh, my parents thought I was crazy, (laughs) a little crazy. And I didn't fully know what that was going to look like. Any normal human would look at me and go, you, you must be nuts. Or you've got to have like anxiety out the roof right now. But I didn't, I just had complete peace about it. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work out. It's a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainties, but I just know that this is what I should be doing. This is the decision I should be making right now. Um, so peace over anxiety, but then also add adoration into your schedule, go sit in his presence in the quiet because that doesn't exist in the world anymore. Away side from chaos. Note, side note, even <laughs> if it's not adoration, um, ad- the difference between adoration and sitting in church that has like the red candle on yeah. is just like Jesus is exposed. Yes. You still Jesus in yes. there. So you can still sit Good in the church point. and all the graces are still received because yes. this is just behind a cloth or in a tabernacle versus exposed. Right. So very good point. Um, get out of your house, get out of the realm of your like constant day to day and go sit in his presence, whether that's in just a chapel with the red candle lit or at adoration or whatnot, and let him speak to you there. Let him be present there, or just let your mind like go blank for a little bit. Um, sign off of social media for a bit. If you need to, like the noise is going to make decisions that much harder to make, um, because it's going to distract you and it's going to drive emotion. So get away from that. Um, and then every night Avery and I will just pray like for guidance 
direction and peace. And remember that that can come from other people. Like we've been calling so many different friends and mentors and, um, just people we admire and respect and want their wisdom or advice on. And every single one of them has said the same thing with a different reason behind it. And that's worth taking a, like notice of God talks and works through people, especially his Christian people. Mm-hmm. Um, so acknowledging that and not waiting to hear what you want to hear is always important too. Right. Um, Another one is like a priest can help you make a decision. Yeah. Like if you were to sit down with your husband, spiritual the priest, direction. like, yeah, spiritual yeah. direction, like they're able to, they're not going to tell you what to do. Right. Probably. Um, but they're going to allow, they're going to ask the right questions. Yes. Yep. So, yeah. Um, oh, another one, Meg, what was that advice where it's like someone said, do what brings most time for your family? Oh, I was That's talking good. to Claire finding Philothea. A lot of you probably follow her on Instagram. And if you don't, yeah. you should. Um, but I was talking to her about uh, the decision Avery and I are having to make. And she said something a counseling friend of theirs told her and her husband when they were having to make a really tough decision was do whatever brings the most time for you and your family. So make whatever decision you have to, that brings you the most time to be together as a family. And I was like, wow, okay. I really like that. I've never heard that before. I think also because military specifically, that's just something you kind of rule out. <laughs> You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that's not an option no matter what. Anyways, their time is owned See you by in the eight military. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll up and leave whenever they ask you to. And that's just, you know what I mean? Like luck of the draw. This is the life we've, we're living. Um, but I really like that. And if that's applicable to your decision-making, then yeah, pick the route that brings you together more as a family. God will honor that like immensely. Last thing I do want to mention, Mary Lennonberg said this, she was like, stop talking to other people. And I know I just said, like, we were calling all these other people that we admire and we respect and we wanted wisdom and advice from, cause we just don't know what to do. Um, and so we're searching for an answer. She was like, stop talking to other people. The only people that matter in this decision are you the person you sleep in bed with every night and God, that's it. Those are the three people that need to make this decision. So stop asking everyone else uh, for what to do. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like we can take in what they're saying, but at the end of the day, it needs to come from Avery Mm -hmm. and I with God. So, and like a lot of our, like talking to stash, like stash made different decision. You know what I mean? So it can like, well, right now we might make the same decision. Right. True, true, true. <laughs> so it's also hard. Cause then you compare yourself to like people yes. that have made a decision yep. and it's like, Oh, I don't know. Yep. Like they did this, but like they're doing that. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So put your horse blinders on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did not expect you to say that. That's so funny. Okay. So wrapping up the decision thing, God brings peace, make the decision that's best for your family. Stop trying to talk to other people. And just do what's don't nag, nag, nag. Trust your husband. Yes, because that's why you married him. Um, Okay, so we're gonna move into some voicemails. I had so these are voicemails from when we did the um, God Moments podcast, and these two are about confession. And we're just gonna do these two about confession because I feel like they're just so good. And I'm going to confession tomorrow, so love this thing. So. this is feel good stories. So here we go. Hi, Megan and Cecilia. This is Megan. I'm calling. I heard about the topic and I really wanted to call in, but I just couldn't have anything on the top of my tongue to say. And then today happened. I woke up this morning and I'll be honest, I'm Catholic, I'm Roman Catholic. I 
have very devout prayer life, but going through the sacraments and everything is not my strong suit. I need to work towards that. And I woke up this morning, and I just had this itch to go to confession. And I have not gone to confession in three and a half years since I graduated from Catholic high school. And I was longing for a community. My Catholic roommate, she just graduated. She was really my rock throughout everything. And I met a, I met a missionary there today. And I'm also uh, recruiting for sorority recruitment right now. And I noticed that a girl going through recruitment was sitting in the church, in a church pew. And I didn't speak to her, but I said a prayer for her, for her to have a good rest of recruitment the day tomorrow. And I met a missionary, and I found out that there's this whole entire Greek life Catholic community on campus that I had no clue about for these past three years. And we traded phone numbers, and she just texted me saying that she had a she had a conversation with this other girl I was praying for, and she said that uh, she finished her rounds today, and she pressed Alpha Delta Pi, which is my sorority. And it just came all so full circle. I've been feeling so alone in my Catholic faith since my roommate graduated, and now I'm connected with this whole entire new group, and I'm so excited to see what happens next. Anywho, I hope you all are doing well. I'm still praying for you, and thank you so much for honestly uh, connecting me with my Catholic faith again. Thank you. Oh, that was such a feel-good story. I know. Like, what if she doesn't? Wait, I think she said three years. This is Megan, by the way. Megan, Megan, you're so cute. Um, <laughs> hadn't been in confession since I think she said high school. Mm-hmm. and goes and then sees a girl who's in now in her same sorority yeah and she also probably meet it was probably focused that she met which right. is crazy that like yeah if you don't go to the church you probably don't meet the focus kids you know the right. focus missionaries and like they do awesome stuff yeah so, heck yeah that's awesome goes back to confession, instantly sync with the Catholic community. God blesses them. Confession is communion with God. So why would you not bring you communion with his children? Wow. So good. (laughs) So good. You know, don't you know? What? Write that on your gravestone. (laughs) Okay. So before we jump into another one that's about confessions, also just, it's really good too. Um, I just want to chat about Laura. So, and she has her marriage course out. So, which is what's really cool about this is Laura created it. If you're single dating, engaged or married, like this is something oftentimes you hear like, oh my gosh, you need, if you're single, you need to better yourself and prepare your heart and habits to like be able to receive a man and being in a place to be in a relationship, like do all your preparation now, but no one ever knows Mm -hmm. what that is to do. Like, it's like, what do you mean? What kind of preparation? (laughs) And so this is the preparation. Like, this is what you can do now to prepare for your marital vocation. God willing, if that is what he, what 
desires for you. But if you're single dating or engaged, you should absolutely check this out. It's an online course. Do this together with your boyfriend, watch it together. It can be a great stepping stone of discernment. Stash and I are going through it, him as my fiance. Um, so enrollment doesn't start until the 15th, but there's a week of enrollment, but there's only limited spots. So what you can do is get put on the email list to be notified when enrollment does open up. This is a low introductory price that will never be offered again. You can find all the details on her website linked in the show notes, but Laura is amazing with her company called, um, beloved collective. So check them out, check out Laura on Instagram, her company. And this is also a great gift for friends who are looking to be engaged or who are engaged, um, as something to do together. And like I said, Mm -hmm. so many people say like, I wish I would have worked on myself when I was single. Well, this is a way to do that. Marriage is a mirror. So get a handle on it beforehand. Um, so yeah. Wow. You're just killing it with the snapbacks. <laughs> oh, and also you gave 15% off. Uh, <laughs> forgot about the most important part. Um, <laughs> heck yes. All caps code. Heck yes. For 15% off made beloved by Laura. All right. Let's jump into our next voicemail. Hi, Megan and Cecilia. Um, I had a God moment for you. Um, my most recent one was, um, I grew up Roman Catholic, um, but my husband and his family grew up Byzantine Catholic. So um, um, my husband and I and our three kids, we are Byzantine Catholic, and um, I've never been to a Byzantine Catholic confessional um, a reconciliation because it's not familiar to me and I don't know how to do it necessarily. Um, I know it's a little different, so I always go to our local Roman Catholic um, church in the area to do, um, to go to confession. And, um, I have been praying for some reason, just on my heart, I had been praying and praying for my mother-in-law to go to confession because I know she hadn't been in a very long time. I didn't know how long, but I knew it was many, many years. Um, and so for, for a while I had been praying, um, saying rosaries that she would go to confession and kind of come back into the church. And, um, I was on my way to confession one Saturday afternoon, and it was on my heart really bad to go and pick her up. She lives down the street from me and just ask her if she wanted to come with me. And I kind of chickened out because I felt like I didn't want to force her. Um, but, like, uh, the whole way there, I just, like, I felt bad, like I should have gone and asked her. And I'm in line, and there was a big, long line for confession. <laughs> I'm in line, and somebody taps me on my shoulder, and I turn around, and it's my mother-in-law. She doesn't even go to this church. We're Byzantine Catholic. It's just the church in our city. Um, she hasn't even been to a Roman Catholic confession. Um, so it was just really super random, a total God moment. Um, and she even had like a printed out whole list. Um, it had been like over 20 years since she'd been to confession. So it was just like a really, really awesome God moment. So. Anyways, thank you for your show. I love you guys. And um, thanks. God delivers. Like, wow. He visibly wants to show us the fruits of our prayer. Yeah, that is. I literally was thinking that I had that thought because there are certain prayers Avery and I pray every single night. And to hear her say it had been 20 years since she had been to confession, since her mother-in-law had been to confession is insane. And it's like, okay, you know what? There's no, we can't put time limits 
on him answering prayers or delivering or doing anything like that because he will in his own time and it'll be perfect. Like it, if he had done this any sooner, it wouldn't have been her mother-in-law tapping her on the shoulder while they were both there at the same, you know what I mean? Like she would have maybe never even known if she did right. confession. You right. Know what I mean? Exactly. Or exactly. if her prayers were answered, like it's beautiful. And also it's another Testament, like always invite someone to go to confession. They can easily freedom to say yes, freedom to say no, give that be like, Hey, I'm going to confession. Right. I'm just going to pop by. I'm going to grab coffee after would love for you to come with. Like, are you free? Yep. You know? And yep. you can always pair it with something that's fun. Like, Hey, let's go confession and go to happy hour. Like, yep. and it's kind of just like very casual to someone yeah. that maybe hasn't been or has been uh, intimidated by it. Right. And you yeah. kind of pair it with something like Valerie's Jesus and coffee. Like yeah. it is, it is something. Jesus and coffee. I know. So, oh, it's so beautiful. Well, awesome. one more thing I wanted to mention, um, lots of relationship stuff today, which is beautiful because we all love it. And girls just love talking about that. So mm. in addition to Laura's made beloved relationship online course that again, enrollment starts on the 15th, but you can be notified for when enrollment opens. Cause she's only taking a certain amount of students. Um, my girls and I are having a relationship workshop on Tuesday, October 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern. It's $20. It's I, Erin, Maria, and MK. There are some women that I work with. There's some of the amazing women I was talking about in the beginning. Your heck yes. Yeah, in my heck yes. But really, like, if any of these sound familiar, this, this is for if you're any, if you're single, dealing with coworkers, your children, your spouse, your boyfriend, family members, relationship with yourself, relationship with others in relationship with God. So if you're feeling bored, stuck, not connected, if you're not feeling seen, loved, known, or heard, if you feel like you're giving more than you get from people, if you've like been thinking, wow, is this it? Is this what life has to offer? Is this just it? Well, that's what we're talking about. We're learning. We're teaching about the three C's connection, capacity, and creating a space for love to grow. So again, it is Tuesday, October 12th. Find the link in our show notes to sign up. It it will be a Google form. It's $20. You can pay via Venmo or PayPal. All the details are there. It's pretty much like a webinar. So your face isn't seen, but it's a workshop. So you're literally writing stuff down. We're taking you through mental exercises of awareness and realizations, but we love doing these. This is what we do. So please join us. So fun. Uh, yeah. Buy a ticket for your girlfriend. Buy a ticket, do it with your husband. Make it like a charcuterie wine night. Yeah. You can totally do a date night. So check it out. All details and show notes, but other than that, we'll see you next Monday. Like, sorry, this, this, I feel like this podcast went by so fast today. It did. It was fun though. It, it was, was fun. very fruitful, fun. So and then we dove deep and then we did all kinds of things and we did it all. We did it all, man. All right. Get back to your child. I'm going to run to CBS. Yeah, yeah. All right. Love you. Eat something other than a hash brown today. I'm going to go get cereal. <laughs> hey. Love I'm keeping some freaking steaks to your house later or something. Megan, I love you. Love you too. I made bread for the first time yesterday. I forgot to mention that. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.